Hi, and welcome to the Tell It Like It Is, the Kingdom Way program. I'm Apostle Baker J. Baker, who is a doctor in psychology. Invite your friends. I mean, send out a blast. Tell people they should have watched last week's program to get ready for this week's program. God is doing something in and through Apostle Calvin, and I'm not going to take any more time. Share this with everybody. Uh, 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 he's going to come right on, and he's starting right where he ended last week. Uh, uh, welcome, Apostle Cal, and all that good stuff. So um, come on, bring it. Well, uh, Please, brother. I'm just trying to share with people. One of the reasons we're not hearing clearly because we're not crushed, we're arrogant, we're prideful, we brag, we boast. We're so proud of what we've accomplished and what we've done. But the Bible is clear, watch this. Go back to the Holy of Holies. Let me show you what God showed me in my spirit. It's gonna blow your mind. Okay, this is the, this is the grapevine. This is the vine, watch. He says, I am the vine, you are the branches. Watch this, apart from the crushing, you can do nothing. You can't represent me correctly unless I crush you. And you can't get my life until you give me yours. See, we've been going around and talking about I must decrease so he could increase. That's not what he said. You must completely disappear before he can appear. And so he created a room that you might disappear in. It's called the kingdom age. And when you come into the presence of the king, no one notices you because they got their eyes on the king. Come on here, be truthful about this. Because everybody else is bowed down. Only one you can see is the king. But not us. We're going to put on our robes and run around here all looking like the Pope and stuff, bragging about it, showing our jewelry. When we praise, we make sure our watches are being seen and we do all that. And look what I've accomplished. You haven't accomplished anything until after the crushing. That's why he says, come boldly, because you just told me you was a living sacrifice. So let me have you do what I need with you and crush you. Remember when the Midianites were stealing the harvest from the people of Gideon. Every time they had a bumper crop, the Midianites would come in and steal it. Every time God would bless them, the Midianites would come in and, and just steal the corn and the wine and everything they did. They stole it all. So the man of God got it. He got it. He got an idea. Well, I'm gonna hide up here in the wine press and crush this wheat. Now he all out of order. You don't crush wheat in the wine press, particularly if you don't know how to defend yourself from the enemy. He had no way of knowing what God was getting ready to do with him. And some of us, if we don't let him crush us in the right place, we'll try to be crushed in the wrong place. We'll let men's system crush us. We'll let religious organizations crush us. We'll let the apostle and the prophets crush us. We'll let men crush us and stay. And then they drive us away from the Holy of Holies because we're all broken, beat up because what they did to us. And all we talk about is our wounds and, oh, this hurt me and my mama did this. Because if we had gone in and allowed the Lord to crush us, the only one we could mention would be the Lord because then we become an influence to the generation rather than uh, echo of our past and our failures are hurt and our pain. And so many of us carry the message of our pain and our hurt and our past. Even our language even betrays us sometimes. We still remember who we were and how we talked before we came to where we are now. But when the crushing is done, so what happens to Gideon? 
He has these 30,000 guys, that's too many men. I don't need all these men to rep represent my power. Reduce your army down. Let's see how they drink the water. If they drink it out of their hand and look, depending on what they do for refreshing, that will determine you who's gonna be in your army. Now watch this, it ends up 300. These are the Green Beret. These are the special forces. These are the guys that nobody, these are the mighty men of valor. Then he says, hey, take this pitcher, this clay vessel, earthen vessel, take a candle and light it and put it in the center of that pitcher. Put down your swords, put down your weapons in your shield, get that pitcher and get some trumpets. And when I tell you to do this, I want you to blow those trumpets and say, get in, in his, the Lord God and get in his army and throw the pitchers down. What does the pictures represent? The brokenness of man releases the power and the light of God to defeat the enemy. That's why he's trying to get you in the Holy of Holies. Because once you get in there, your brokenness will defeat every devil coming at you. Every devil that comes at you when you've been become an influence, crushed by the hand of God, no weapon formed against you will be able to prosper. There's not a devil in hell that can defeat you. I don't care what name they give. You don't have to be afraid anymore. Why? Because you've been crushed to be an influence to this generation. That's why Paul could say without a blinking of an eye, whether I die, I gain. Whether I live, I die. To live is to gain and to die. He said there's no disadvantage now that I've been crushed. I'm not in advantage because I've been crushed. I was whole and full of myself. And then the hand of God squeezed out my life so his life could be revealed. Are you tracking with me here? All right, let me go further. Good gracious, I got excited. Praise God. I was dealing with I'm glad you're staying, I'm glad you're staying on track, even though you get excited, because I'm I'm uh, this is line upon line. This is so this is so necessary. Yeah, it, it, it's necessary because we we're we're talking about politics, we're talking about uh, systems, we're talking about denominations, we're talking about stuff that has nothing to do with our assignment. It has nothing to do with it at all. The influence of God is the Holy Spirit in a man. Just Jesus was the example of what a man can do when he has the Spirit of God and the voice of his Father in his ear. And the will of God was his portion. My meat is to do the, the, uh, the, the will of God who sent me. He says, my meat is to do the will. So that he didn't have another uh, uh, agenda, another objective. He wasn't trying to brand himself and get a name for himself, and wear his hair a certain way, or do anything in the outward man to express the inward life of God. He allowed the inward life that he had express it with an outward ex expression of, of the pure life of God because he had been crushed. Amen. Amen. And so what see, this is what happens when you don't go in for the crushing, then lust begins to operate in your life. When we find a greater pleasure in the fulfillment of our own desires, uh, than what we could find in this place of crushing, we have determined that there's something in the world that we need to have to prove that we are the children of God. And the only proof text that we are the children of God is a generation that's fallen to the ground with a broken and contrite spirit and allowed Holy Spirit to have his way to influence the generation uh, as a wine would influence someone who's, who's, who's drinking wine at the excess. That's why I said, do not drink wine as excess, but be filled with the spirit 
That means you've been crushed and you've got, you're carrying an influence, not a color, not a gender. You stop talking about your woman and your black. You see, when I can tell people are not crushed, they're still trying to defend their outward man and have not brought defense to their inward man. You work out your salvation with fear and trouble, but you work out what's been put in you. Yeah, he put something in you, you learn how to work it. You don't work out you. You don't work out your gender. You don't work out your color because no man is that anymore. We become a new creation and everything has become new. There is no female. There's no more prophetess. It's a prophet now because it's a spiritual gifting. It's a spiritual assignment. There is no uh, uh, pastorist because it's a pastor now. There's no, uh, you know, uh, evangeline. It's not an evangelist. It's evangelist because there is no gender given to the gifts of the spirit. It's been given unto men. He gave gifts unto men. They weren't they weren't gender gifts. They were spiritual gifts. So these men around here bucking around like a peacock, they, they say people can't do this. They, they won't read the canon of scripture that qualifies everyone. They push the button on everything that disqualifies everybody but them. Why is that? They have not been crushed. They have not had an encounter with God other than salvation, getting the gifts to run back out to the auto court. And tell everybody that now they're an apostle or now they're this, but they have not been crushed. That's why they can still sleep with the ladies in the church. And, and now I'm not talking about a problem. I'm talking about people who keep saying there are something that have been somewhere, but their behavior speaks against their. Just like me right now, I'm going through some things with, uh, that I I believe in, in whatever the Bible says about me. But my body at times prophesies against my own message. My body becomes a prophet against me, but I, that doesn't change me. My body only carries the real me. I still get to decide. You see what I'm saying? So it doesn't matter about that to me. I'm still going to continue to say what I believe God said about me. No matter what my body says or people outside my body or any other person says, it has nothing to do with me because I'm connected over there in that crushing room, in that loving room, in that changing chamber that's supposed to renew me by the spirit of my mind. You talked about that last week about one of the things that has to happen. You can't drink this new wine with an old mindset, with an old mindset. It won't work for you. It won't work. That's why you work so hard to do other things to make yourself successful rather than being crushed. Amen. You hear what I'm saying? And so, you know, in this, in, in this apostle, I'm, I'm just listening to something that you said. I'm listening to everything that you said. But what you just did is you gave a very clear understanding of why people do what they do. They do what they do because they believe what they believe and they have not believed the gospel of the kingdom of God because otherwise they could not do it because they would not continue to go try to go in and go out, they go in and get what it is that they think will go ahead and 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 satisfy something else, satisfy that part of them that has not been uh, uh, crushed. And so uh, it's very, very, um, uh, not just powerful, but it's enlightening for those that have ears to hear and to hear with a blank, with a blank, uh, um, piece of paper not here trying to put old wine again into the new mind scans but it's a total renewing of the mind so i i so thank you that you are making this so clear and whatever it is that's going on you just said something else 
whatever it is is going on with this outward man as paul says this outward man may be diminishing this outward man may have things happen to it but the inward man the one that i am to let the inward man have the control over your vessel your vessel will not fall to the ground and be crushed unless your inward man has enough strength in you to get you down to that place of humility you will not go down for the count as long as you're still looking outside of you to find some preeminent some reputation or somebody to notice your gifting or your anointing or whatever it is that you thought that was your value point in your life when it was in fact God wants you to disappear so the Son of God can appear in the earth. One of the things holding back the coming of Christ is the disappearing of his people. And it came up with this other thing about being raptured because they thought that's what God wanted. No, God doesn't want you to rapture. He wants to capture you so he can crush you so that he can appear and you can appear to be just like him. He doesn't want you to disappear, my dear. There's not a second leaving of Christ. There's a second coming. And you're part of that second coming. Because when you see him, you're going to be just like him. That's what the word says. And that comes from being crushed. We're not, the church system we have today doesn't crush people. It tears them apart. It wounds them. It hurts them. Because they didn't get a chance to be crushed. The wound, listen to me, dead people, I go by every now and again. My mother and my sister are buried right next to each other. They don't say a word. If I step on top of the stone, they don't say nothing. If I don't put a flower on it, they say, wait, don't leave it out the flower. They don't say nothing because they're dead. Dead people, people who are in this crushing place, you don't see them moaning and complaining and fussing with anybody. Why? Because dead people don't have that part of it. their character has been crushed. And now they're the lily of the valley. I studied lilies. They got the shape of a trumpet. When you step on them, they, go, they pop right back up to the trumpet sound. In other words, even in pain, they give off the same sound. Come on. And he said the lily is even more greater in arraignment than the, the, the temple of Solomon. So when you're crushed, you give out a greater glory. Oh, God, you give God a greater glory when you can still smile while you're going through hell. Things aren't going your way. The doctor just gave you a diagnosis. What a prognosis. They've limited your life to what they men say that you're going to do. Yet in the midst of that, there is a man of God standing up in you called the son. And he, oh, glory to God. And he begins to let people know this thing is real that we have with God. This is not about playing church games, body of Christ. This is about bringing forth the kingdom of God for the glory of our King. My God, yes. That's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about impressing you or you impressing me. We want to give him the glory and all the honor for what he's done for us. He gave us an opportunity to become a vessel that he could use. Call us his temple of the living God where the spirit of God dwells. But he won't dwell in a place he said, pride come before the fall. And so if, you, if you're up there and you, you're big-headed about what you know, he, he, you're not ready for the next place in God. You got to be crushed. And as I walk through these teachings on crushing and all this, I began to see that there was so much. God spoke to this in my bed. I wrote it down. I got up and I, and I wrote it in my notes. He says, the life of many believers, the way they live it, betrays the gift that they carry and distorts its original intention and for its true purpose. Your words have an army behind them 
And the ungodly words you speak have an army behind them as well. Give no place to the devil. I'm supposed to be your speech and your thoughts and represent the words, watch this, which represent words, which, which represent unburned, in other words, the thoughts which represent words that have not been borne out yet. So when you're thinking and it's not right and you say it, those are things that an army will get behind it, whether it's good or bad, whether it's the army of the angels or the imps and demons of Satan, your words are going to cause some problem somewhere. It's going to make something right or going to make something wrong. And it depends on how you've been crushed by the crash on what you say. Please hear what I'm saying. Because you can't hear God clearly if it's you still there trying to hear. Paul came to a place, he said this, because uh, I know he had a lot more to battle with than we did. Because he was a Pharisee, a Pharisee of the tribe of Benjamin. He was a Hebrew, Hebrew. And he said this, he says, oh my God. Now listen, he's writing this. He says, oh my God, it's not I. I want you to see the tone of this. He, he, he said, I've been to the crushing room. Oh my God, I, I've been, I finally got a hold of God. I'm getting ready to die. And I got one thought of mine. Listen to what he said, that I might know him and, and, and the power of his resurrection. And I want to be uh, come to the, be conformable to the image of his death. I want to be crushed so that it's no longer I that live. Did you hear what he said? But it's Christ that lived. We ain't got there yet. We still, it's big I and little everybody else and big me and everybody else left out. Come on, body Christ. See, I'm a realist. I'm not pretending I got anywhere. All I do, all I know is I know him. You hear what I'm saying? I don't know. I don't claim to know nothing more than nobody, but I do know him. And I know when I'm in the flesh and I know when I'm not, when I get back and lay back, he speaks. He said, what was that all about, Calvin? I said, Lord, you want to be, give me, he said, I don't have to tell you know what you said. And I said, oh my God, I did say that. He said, that doesn't represent crushing. That doesn't represent my life. That represents you. Don't do that. I said, okay, Father, thank you. I love the Holy Spirit, but he don't let me get away with nothing. I love him because he said, hey, 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 wait, 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 wait. I was almost right. <laughs> but that wasn't right. You see what I'm saying? We got to have that whether we don't have anything. Come on, we got to have that. that. That's why he was sent, to help us get it right. But if you haven't been crushed, he can't even talk to you yet. Because you got this other mediator called self sitting up on your shoulder. Remember those pictures we just see? It'd be an angel on one shoulder and the devil on the next. And both of them trying to get a conversation with you. That's what happens if you haven't been crushed, if you haven't been broken, and you don't have a contract spirit and a broken and contrite spirit god can't really communicate with you because you're getting you're caught between two voices and two opinions and you can't hear the the the, the thus saith the lord from anybody because you haven't taken time to come into this place called the wine press this is where the grapes get crushed by the christ that's why very many people don't want to go in there this is the crushing of the lord because here's what you got to do to get in there now, i tell you this part before you come in there, you have to give your ministry back to God. You have to give your reputation, your books, your titles, what everybody says of you. You say, God, okay, God, I recognize where I'm going. So you take all this other stuff that men done put on me, things I earn, uh, titles and accolades. He said, I give that back to you. Then as you see fit, 
you can give it back to me and show me how to use it properly. Show me how to use it right for your glory. Show me how to use it for your glory. See, and that's when your soul dies and you come alive in him. So there's three deaths. There's three healings and three deaths. Healing in the outer court, divine healing. Healing in the inner court, divine health. And healing in this kingdom age called divine life. It's the same thing uh, with everything else that we do. It, it comes in stages to get us to where God. And the final stage is the kingdom of God, where we give up the right, like Jesus did in Gethsemane, place of wine press. He said, well, Lord, not my will. But that, okay, okay. Now he went to the cross because he gave up his right to live. You don't understand. That's why it says in Isaiah chapter 53, verse 10, that he gave his soul to be a sacrifice for sin. You better read that. Gave up his right to live his life, even though he had a right to live it. And he gave that life to his father. So when he asked you to give your life to him, you shouldn't be having no problems doing that. But you haven't been taught right. You've been taught, well, you come to God if you want something, come on and give him, get God will give it to you, whatever it is, just asking his name. Oh, yeah, okay, that's fine if you've been crushed. Oh, yeah, that's fine if they led you to the Holy of Holies first and to the wine press. See, they didn't do that. Jesus took his disciples, watch this, he took them to the wedding and he watched, they watched that man turn by his word alone. He ain't touched no water pot. He didn't touch nothing. He just said it, put that water in that pot, carry that water over there. And in the obedience of God, that wine became the new wine to give a new influence upon One the sec. people. Anyway, where am I at? I don't know where I'm at. I'm just flying. I'm just flying right Working now. on that. Stop doing that when I'm talking. I told you not to do that. Where you buy these new devices. I know all those new devices, but you 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 still don't know how to work them. Anyway, that's okay. Uh, where you, where you were, you were actually talking about this, and I'm looking at this picture. And is there? I mean, this is a real question because I don't have the answer. Is there a significance? I noticed on one uh, in on one area, the 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 ones on the side, they have the three things at the top. The one in in the middle. It has two things in the middle and three things on top. Is there any significance to any of that? Uh, to the, said, the, the in the picture in, you're talking the, about? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You're talking about the staves on the side to carry it. I'm talking about. I'm talking about. No, I'm talking about in the inner thing. The the three angels that are there, or the three uh, on 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 uh, the the one on the outside. It has. Uh, but the one in the middle, it has two different white uh, uh, um, things. Is there a significance in there, or is it just the way are you that it about is? Those angels on the curtain in the background. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, those are the cherubim who, once we come into this place, they become the army of the Lord for the saints that are in divine order with God, standing in redemption. That's why you see those silver, those gold standing on silver stanchions. The right. Well, the one in the center, the one in the center looks different from the, the outer two. Is there a significance in that or is it just the way that this is? No, I know that, but there are different assignments for the angels. Like, for instance, Gabriel, Michael and some of the other ones, they don't all come under the same word. There, there has to be a word that God determines which ones come based on if they have healing in their wings or they have a messenger from God or they've come to do warfare on behalf of the saints because there are warring angels, there are messenger angels, 
and there are angels just just do stuff. They they they, they make themselves look like people, and they come into mm -hmm. your life and do stuff, and they disappear. And so that's why I says be careful lest you entertain angels unaware. Well, these are just uh, the best depiction of this particular artist, and I don't really have significance of why they're there. Okay. And that, okay. But they're just there to let us know that we got help. Okay. In this. There's one of the things that we talked about on one of the other programs and, and, you know, uh, in the word of God, I think people could kind of get this mixed up and I'd like for you to clarify it. Um, it says that God watches over his word to perform it in the earth. Okay. When his, uh, and people, and, and, you know, people have said, well, I've spoken this and it has never happened. I've spoken this, but as you're talking about the crushing, he, he is this correct but what he hears he hears his word not our words just reading his word with uh, go ahead talk about that yeah because he's not answering logos he's answering rainbow when the word that you're saying has become part of your life you speak it out and angels are immediately attracted to it because it's the word of the son of god so this is the it reason. It hasn't been mingled with another wine. It hasn't been mingled with another influence. It's not a. It, it, it's a word that's pure coming out of the pure brokenness of a servant of God in the earth. See, we're not praying out of brokenness. We're we're praying because we want something to be added to our life to make us better, rather than make us a greater representation of the one we're praying to. So is that uh, as we're talking? It also talks about the vessel which we are of honor and the vessel of mingling or dishonoring, dishonoring who it is and what it is and the process that he has designed because he's designed this process, correct? We didn't design this process of crushing. He designed this process. So yeah. with the last two, we with the last couple of minutes that we have, I'd like for you to touch about that because I'd like to be able to get into that next week. Well, I think that, uh, the processes are predetermined based on your assignments. All of us don't go through the same processes or the same intensity. The higher God's gonna take you, the hotter the fire is going to be. The greater intensity, which is to produce a greater word out of you to bring a greater help to you in the time of your trouble. So if you're a baby Christian, you're not gonna to get too much help other than pick you up scrape your knee but if you have an assignment a divine assignment to change a culture a nation or a people angels are ready for you to speak at that level it will cause them to get activated into your assignment or to bring whatever it is that you need uh i'll give you an example i was telling the lord what i needed about something to make the kingdom uh two days later some millionaires called me they said we want to make things happen for you i said what in the world are you talking about and they told me, and I ain't said nothing to nobody but God. I hadn't said anything to anyone but God. And they were so happy that I said, yeah, come on by. So I'm meeting with them on, on the 8th of this month. And I, ain't, I didn't do anything but talk to God. See, uh, and I, I wonder why I was being crushed. Because I couldn't hear from God unless I was. There are certain frequencies that you can't hear when you're full of you and self, but there are certain times he'll break you so you can hear clearly heaven's mandate for your life in the earth. 
And in that brokenness, he sends out a signal to other broken people to come. And the angels begin to come. Yes. Lord Jesus, we could go on with this thing here. I know, but we're out of time. But we okay. are going to keep on with this. What I would like for you to do also, and I'll do the well, same. This is the mansion they sent me. Wait a minute. You ain't, I ain't. I'm gonna send you something gonna blow your mind. <laughs> okay, I'm looking for um, I, I want that as soon as we get off the program. Here we are, we have run out of time. This was Apostle Baker J. Baker. My God. He's a doctor in psychology, uh, whatever I am. Anyway, and Apostle Calvin Cook. And I kid you not that it's going to get deeper. It's going to get deeper and it's going to get, uh, anyway, join us again next week when we're here to tell it like it is, the kingdom way. I thank you so much, my brother. I thank you so much. Hallelujah. Bye-bye, everybody. Uh, next time.